Adam, one last thing. It's Wait, we're going live. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to This Week in Bitcoin. Today is December the 25th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin one day closer to an all-time high well look another day another all-time high <laughs> one minute closer baby all right one day closer to a trillion dollar market cap how about that golden age of the 2020s bitcoin is the next bitcoin in motion five digit realm conviction compete don't complain welcome guys hello my elite friends it is time for this week in Bitcoin. Do you have questions or answers? I've got answers. You've got questions. These guys got answers. You can type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat. We'll answer your questions or do a super chat. All right. We've got three great returning guests here on uh, December 25th. Uh, Re the Bitcoin Rabbi is here. Brecky is here. And Gigi is, is in the house. So we're going to talk about, the, of course, the big, the big news from this week. All, all the Yenta stuff out there. And uh, your predictions for the year to come and what, what the great stories from this year. But let, let's just get that noise just off our chest and just fire, fire everybody up here. And uh, we're going to start with the Ripple uh, situation. And uh, I'll start with Brecky on this. Uh, I, the, the, the SEC uh, is going to take some uh, enforcement action against Ripple. And uh, it's not Bitcoin, obviously. Uh, there's kind of a, a panic in the, among uh, the altcoiners. Well, there was earlier this week. A lot of people were selling altcoins. A lot of people were selling uh, Ripple. Uh, there, there are actually funds out there. I mean, this the biggest story for me is that they're actually like Bitwise and, and other institutions. They they had like all this exposure to Ripple, and I'm just it's just amazing that that you know these so-called intelligent uh, organizations actually had so much ripple to begin with i can understand that the average uh the average joe 80 percenter out there he wanted to diversify for the sake of diversification he wanted a cheap bitcoin etc but it, it's just shocking that these institutions even owned it anyway uh what's your take on, on the ripple situation brecky on bitcoin um well i'll try to rein in my my jubilance and my my schadenfreude here but uh, <laughs> i think it's i actually think it's a great thing for bitcoin uh if we take advantage of the situation um you know you talked about how a lot of the people in the altcoin community were freaking out a little bit and um i actually i kind of think that's even the wrong approach if you're if you're a multi-coiner or shit coiner um you know I never considered Ripple XRP a, a a crypto even, you know, it's the pseudo crypto. It's been a, this we've all known it, 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 it's it's either a scam or they've been, uh, you know, doing these really horrible business practices the whole time. Like it was obvious to anyone who was kind of paying attention. Um, and so, you know, I see a, a lot of people from the, the altcoin community saying we need to rally together and why are Bitcoiners, you know, pooping all over XRP and laughing, you know, um, and, you know, I, I, I just think that's wrong. Like they, even if you're not a, a Bitcoiner or a Bitcoin maximalist, you know, you shouldn't want to be lumped in with, with Ripple. Like they were just the worst of the worst, you know, uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, uh, I, no, continue. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no um, and so it's, uh, I don't know. Like, we'll see what, what plays out. You know, like I, my worry is that they have a lot of money and they can pay for great lawyers and maybe they'll get out of it with, you know, with paying heavy fines. But I, I don't know. I, I I kind of get the sense that from what I've been reading and from what you know the lawyers on Twitter are talking about that, you know, they may not get off so easy. And and I hope so. And I I think the real important takeaway from this, um, and Gigi was writing about this. I think he was quoted in Forbes or something. But basically that, you know. This highlights the fallibility of centralized altcoins or scams or whatever you want to call them. And it highlights the importance of decentralization and, and why Bitcoin is so special. You know, so um, overall, I think it's a good thing. Hopefully more, you know, retail stops getting dumped on and people wise up a little bit. But uh, who knows? We'll see. The, the rumor is uh, that Coinbase will delist uh, because... If it's well, think about it. If there's going to be SEC enforcement on on a coin, yep. and they're about to go public, they can't 
they can't list a, a coin that I mean, they're getting scrutiny from the government on one end. They, they can't be dealing with something that's getting scrutiny from the government. Well, yeah, but if they're going to do that, well, then they, they've got, what, about a thousand coins on there right now that also deserve scrutiny. They need to take a, you know, a real look in the mirror and uh, see what other coins they're supporting that might uh, come under scrutiny in the days to come. All right. Let, let's since you referenced Gigi in a, in a Forbes article here, let's hear uh, Gigi's take on the situation. Yeah, I mean it's very similar to what Bracky already mentioned. I mean, uh, what what I was uh, quoted saying there is that the whole idea of Bitcoin is to create something that is like a natural resource that is just there and nobody is behind it, and every, everything else fails to have this property. So, grouping XRP and other shitcoins with Bitcoin is a category error in the first place. So if commentators are commenting on uh, on on those news and mentioning Bitcoin, they're making a grave category error. And uh, I like what Brecky had said in regards to Coinbase, you know, that like there, there are hundreds and thousands of these shit coins that are clearly securities, that are clearly centrally, centrally controlled. And yeah, we're probably gonna see a continued um, crackdown on those. Uh, I, I hate to cheer this on because in my opinion, you know, people also have the freedom to get wrecked and buy these scams, and we shouldn't cheer on our enemies in the end too much. But of course, it's also, it's it's well, let's 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 say it's <laughs> it it probably accelerates the education of the masses. You know, like there there is a difference between Bitcoin and shitcoins, and this is one of the differences. And some people have a hard time learning this without getting burned. And so many people are going to get burned and this furthers the education effort. So that's how I see it. Hey, Gigi, well, sorry to interrupt, okay. but I've always wanted to know, Gigi, what is the correct pronunciation of schadenfreude? How do, how do I say it? Yeah, you're you're like, you're spot on. It's schadenfreude. So you're you're really good. Schadenfreude right. is perfect. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. Well, no, I, I, I'll say this. I, I'm not cheering it on either. I, I think if you want to... <laughs> If you want to produce your own uh, centralized digital currency, because it's not really a cryptocurrency, and it, I mean, you should be able to do it. I mean, whatever. Let 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 people will learn the hard way. If people cannot grasp the difference, like Bit Ripple has an office, Bitcoin it, Ripple can be sued. I mean, now it's just like in your face obvious the difference between decentralization and centralization. Still, people don't. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to go down with the ship. Uh, they are individual investors, though. Uh, as I said, the 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 ones that uh, the institutional people who held bunches of it, that's probably where most of the dump was coming from. Uh, and you know, a lot of people are saying this is the end of altcoins. I, I don't I don't believe that for a second. I mean, there are always going to be new gimmicks. Um, there there's there's always people are always going to want the next Bitcoin. They're always going to diversify for the sake of diversification. I mean, those institutions were blindly diversifying for the sake of diversification in the ripple they didn't know what they were buying i i, I really don't think they did all right uh, bitcoin rabbi your take on this yeah so the there's the balance here that bitcoiners have of not wanting to cheer on the government enforcement so much but i kind of see it as you know we know what governments do we know what the sec is we know what securities fraud and securities uh crimes are it, I, I it's not so much of like cheering that we really you know want the the government to take people down but it, i see it like if your friend is is out in the woods and like covering himself in honey and you're like hey man the bees are gonna get you you know the and, and they don't listen i mean what they were doing the amount the way that they uh they misrepresented themselves they changed their their website that i mean it was really malicious behavior uh on the part of of ripple and and what was so terrible about it is that every time you try and talk to somebody about bitcoin you know and uh, a friend a neighbor um you know my my ups driver like they're like what about xrp i hear it's really cheap and it's i hear great things i don't know where these people are getting the information from because it wasn't even available on coinbase you know ellen DeGeneres. ellen degeneres and ashton kutcher I got a right. call from my mother saying, "Have you heard about XRP?" And I right, said, and Bill Clinton and all of these. So that's the thing is that it was just 
frustrating to to see that uh, literally uh, uh, two days before this SEC thing happened, I was uh, talking to a group of my former classmates. We, you know, we have chat groups and I said, uh, oh, you know, Bitcoin made a new all time high as, you know, as Bitcoiners do when when that happens, you've got to let them. And I had two people who had never mentioned anything about Bitcoin before said, oh, I bought XRP. Uh, is that still around? What's going on with it? And it's just like facepalm. So it, I, I'm, you know, I'm glad to see that that what the inevitable was, it, it did end up happening. And I don't, based on from what I've heard from the crypto lawyers, uh, it doesn't seem like they're going to get there. The way that this uh, this um, lawsuit was worded and the, you know, the extensiveness of it, it doesn't seem like they're going to get off. Like this, it could be the first cryptocurrency to actually go to zero besides for BitConnect. I mean, other than that, cryptos don't really go to zero, you know, whatever uh, Dogecoin still not uh, Denticoin is still worth something or still trades somewhere. But this if it actually gets delisted from from every major exchange and if the Ripple Corporation is, I don't know, dissolved or something, I mean, it doesn't exist like then it will cease to exist. So that's kind of interesting to see just for the fact of curiosity. What what will it look like? to actually watch a cryptocurrency die and one that's have such magnitude. So I'm kind of excited just for, you know, that's kind of a new, even, you know, B BCH and BSV, they haven't died yet. You know, the, that's, that's going to be part of the evolution. We've has seen the genesis of cryptocurrency. And then, you know, as time goes on, we'll see what, what it looks like when, you know, when the tide comes in, we'll see what actually happens. Yeah, I, I think that is a, a very interesting point. Is it going to go the BitConnect way? Because BitConnect disappeared. So pound that like button for that observation there, everybody. I, I, I really like that one. These these altcoins, uh, are, is there going to be future prosecution by the SEC on, on, on some other ones? I, I, I assume there will be. And for that reason, I they serve as a shield for Bitcoin. Because people are like, oh, Bitcoin, the government's going to try to shut down Bitcoin. No, the government's having fun with these altcoins. They get to show to their constituency, oh, we're taking care of you. Look, these mean cryptocurrencies, we're, they, they try to take advantage of you and that we're, we're taking them out one by one. So they stay, they serve as a shield. Uh, and Rabbi, you said the, the, it's, it's good to see, or it's interesting to see that the inevitable has happened. The ripple, the inevitable has not happened yet. Uh, I think, I think that the inevitable is, is the big, big connect thing. So I, I don't know if it, that will happen though. Um, so maybe it's not inevitable, but let, real, real quick from you guys, uh, Bitcoin Rabbi, you gave your, your take on this, but Brecky and Gigi, do you think that it, it will go the way of BitConnect? Do you think it will disappear or will it linger forever? It's really hard to say uh, what's going to happen because I, I also, I, I, I just have a hard time navigating the shitcoin space in general. Because, for example, there are so many, <laughs> there are still so many XRP army soldiers that are saying, like, you know, they're buying this dip and they're just, they, they will hold for the next hundred years or whatever. And <laughs> I'm just having a hard time believing uh, that this is real. Um, but then again, you know, there are many uninformed people, so it, it might as well be real. So that's really sad to see. But if it actually goes to zero, I have no idea, you know, like, there, there, there are coins traded of, <laughs> like there are shit coins traded that have been dead since years and they still have like a market price even though it, they, they don't really exist anymore so I, I i have no idea like we'll see um i i i agree with you that it's it's a shield and it's <laughs> it's it's a nice bait for the government because it feels to them that they can actually do something about it but again i think um yeah, it's a category well, I, error too. I, I, I got I got a better question. I got a better question out there. In, in a year, a year from today, or let's say January first, twenty twenty two, well, you know, it's kind. Of, what's been annoying about Ripple to me is that since it's not really a cryptocurrency, to see it number three and number four on Coin Market Cap like every day, I mean, that was quite an accomplishment that they got it up there. I mean, that that, that I think that was a big goal of theirs. I mean, that's good marketing. But do you think it'll still be in the top ten on January first? 2022 well, also potentially good manipulation you know you look at uh, some of the documents coming out and some of the internal like emails with garlinghouse and all this stuff it's like you know it, it's up there because they got it up there you know which is uh, I, the one thing i just want to add to this is like if you support a cryptocurrency other than bitcoin that that has the possibility of getting getting taken down in the same way as ripple well then 
then it's not even a cryptocurrency, you know, it's, it's, or it's a, it, what purpose does it serve? You know, if it has this sort of attack surface, then it's not revolutionary whatsoever. Um, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. I, I want to tie it back into Bitcoin real quick. If it, if they totally get blasted by the SEC it, and it's not just a fine, like shutting, like shutting down the offices and everything. Uh, and it, it, it will be big news. Uh, my prediction is that, there might be some the bitcoin price actually might go down temporarily uh, just because it'll be a bad story for cryptocurrency but the, all the money will flow into bitcoin uh, and i think we've seen that this week uh some of that ripple money uh flow into bitcoin so i, yeah, I don't know Adam, i'm going to disagree with you there i think yeah. that anything i think any bad news for ripple will will be good for bitcoin because it will it it it, it uh, emphasizes it and highlights the the contrast I don't think that people are going to make those the people that hold Ripple and are getting, you know, sued. I don't think they're going to say, well, the SEC came after us. They're coming after Bitcoin next. I think if they had some belief in cryptocurrency and they they might just take some of their, you know, some of their wealth and and move it to Bitcoin, if anything. So, I, I mean, that's what we saw. Bitcoin does not get really get hurt at all this week. I mean, Bitcoin's at, as we speak, it's at all time highs while Ripple is is getting delisted by a new exchange every hour. So I, I don't think that the, the bad news for Ripple is going to be bad news for Bitcoin. Well, I think I think it's just I think it's a short. We had a short term blip this week. I think it's uh, there's always an initial short term blip. I think long term. No, I think long term. You're right. But this these. People sell the news. People sell ridiculous news sometimes. Sell them just ridiculous news. And I think if if they really get shut down by the SEC, that that's some people will sell Bitcoin. They just don't know the difference, and people just sell sell the news. Is it tempor temporary? I mean, it's well, we'll see what it happens. Any any of you have anything else to say about the possible ramifications for Bitcoin if it does get shut down? Well, I'll say that I think this time around the money is a lot smarter. Um, you know, you look at the, the big players right now are putting tons of money in the market. You know, you didn't hear Guggenheim or Michael Saylor or any of these people come out and say, ah, I'm going to put, uh, you know, $100 million into XRP. No, you, you didn't. You haven't seen that once. You haven't even seen them talk about putting money into Ethereum, you know. And so if you compare it to like when some of these other people were getting into into Ripple, for example, like back in 2016, 17, earlier, whenever, you know, I think back then there wasn't as much understanding of one of Bitcoin by the greater, by the broader, uh, um, the broader population and in the investor population. Um, and there was even less understanding of what some of these altcoins were. And, you know, it was all blockchain, not Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. And that narrative has totally changed, you know? So you might be right that like, you know, the markets aren't gigantic right now. Um, Although they're you know bigger than they've ever been, but you know so some people might you know there might be a temporary blip, but I mean I wouldn't even call what happened a like a blip. It was barely a blip. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm with Rabbi. All right, and uh, Gigi, any final thoughts on that uh, before we leave Ripple in the dust here? <laughs> Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> all right, all right. Pound that like one. Okay, so that was a big story for this week. But let's go beyond this week. It has been quite a year. All right, there was there were some weak hands back in March, and there were some strong hands too. And I've got a big smile on my face because I was one of them. And now those strong hands have really big uh, smiles on their faces uh, because once again, another day, another all-time high. Last night, uh, down the chimney came another all-time high. For those of you that sit by your chimneys on this day for some reason, I don't know. What you do. But 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 okay. So that was big news. We, we, but what, what triggered all this great news? You know, I, for me, the biggest news of the year. I've said it many many, many times. Was uh, Michael Saylor, and uh, back in August, uh, when it became apparent that there was a, a corporation that was going to use uh, Bitcoin as its uh, treasury treasury reserve uh, instead of dollars. I mean, I was going crazy, and it's just. It seems like it's exploded from from there. But I want to get your guys' take. You've we've all lived through this uh, wild and wacky time. And what, what, what were you? What were your big stories uh, for of the year? So we'll start with a uh, Bitcoin rabbi on this. Um, I think the stimulus checks. I think that the 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 I just the idea that right now they're there are they're debating you know more stimulus checks and it's like 600 or 2,000. This I mean the helicopter the 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 money printer goes burr. 
basically that is the story that there's not even there's no one you know one senator or something that's talking about why we shouldn't be printing an uh, unlimited amount of money i've heard it from you, you know from from trump you hear it from uh, you know all the democrats i heard it from my governor governor uh, andrew cuomo they everyone is full on to the money printer print and print and i think that to it, it tells people smart money well dollars are not going to be what they used to um and and it just makes people question you know what is the value of the dollar so i think that is that that became so mainstream and pervasive uh like the ubi i mean it kind of started with andrew yang and uh you know the um uh, uh um what's it, what's it called the universal basic income just printing money and giving people money which we kind of already had that uh with uh, you know welfare and uh social services and stuff but it's just becoming a bigger and bigger part of the economy and of the mindset that we can just print and hand out people money so there's you know is that real money anymore uh so bitcoin as an alternative uh, every, every year that Bitcoin gets older, it kind of gets more cemented into the consciousness. Like it, it Bitcoin, it probably has 90% uh, awareness, um, in the, the United States public. So it's like, it's not any more new. It's 12 years old now. It's just getting more cemented as a real possible alternative. All right. That's a, that is a very interesting, uh, story of the year. I think it's going to be even bigger in 2021. Obviously we still don't know what check. We're getting. It's funny. Uh, someone tried to. Someone said I should be ashamed of myself for uh, spending, uh, encouraging people to spend their stimulus checks on uh, on Bitcoin. I mean, this is how normified some people are. They 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 really don't get it. But we're getting our money back. Either we can use it on stupid things, or we can get real money, uh, or we can try to save. But you know, most people aren't into saving, and uh, that, that's why we're all unique beasts here in the Bitcoin overlay. Uh, Gigi, what is your your big story uh, of 2020? Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> I think the Giga Chat is probably the the best and most positive story. But for me, for me also, um, the crash in March was kind of I don't know, like when the coronavirus hit and uh, the world economy shut down and everything tanked, including Bitcoin. For me, um, and I think Bracky was on this call as well. There, there was like a, a, I'm not sure. Like there was, there was like an emergency <laughs> call with some people with Hass and um, just to to discuss what happened there. And I was saying, you know, like to Bitcoin, nothing happened. So it's always sunny in cyberspace, and just blocks were coming in like clockwork. And it was just a fire in the real world, you know, like it was just that fin space exploded. And for for me, for me, the 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 biggest news, so to speak, was that. Just just Bitcoin worked like clockwork every every single minute of the year, you know, like every everything is standing in cyberspace and Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin's going to be fine and it just has to continue to do what it did <laughs> in the last couple of years. And I think we'll be fine next year as well. And that's super, super bullish. And another thing that I'd like to mention that I, I that surprised me and that say, say something because I try to keep up with recent developments. But this came out of left field, I think, was Adam Curry with Podcasting 2.0 and that we we have streaming sets now. And that was such a great surprise that this this happened like this year and the Sphinx Chat guys implemented it. And you can actually launch a podcast there and earn sets and streaming sets like the concept that Andrea spoke of a couple of years back that sounded like science fiction. It's here now and it's working. And uh, I've used, I've been using it a bunch and I just love to see all those different strands of Bitcoin develop sim simultaneously. All, all right. That is uh, <laughs> sweet memories from March there when uh, the strong hands gathered together to, to reassure everyone. But many people panicked, many people sold. And yeah, that Adam Curry thing is cool. And it will be interesting to see how the Lightning Eye Network uh, develops into a uh, in 2021, it's been kind of overshadowed by these institutional buys. And I mean, to, to each his own. I'm not too interested in the technical uh, Lightning Network stuff. I love this this institutional money coming in. But you know, there's there's so much here to, for the technical person, for the finance person. We're gonna have a wild and wacky 2021. I want to thank. Uh, we'll get to uh, Gigi's stories in a second. But and by the way, guys, this is the last this week in Bitcoin for the year. That's why we're doing a, a wrap up of the year. Next next uh, week will be January 1st of uh, 2021. The uh, this week in Bitcoin show. So uh, we. Got five dollars from shutting uh shutting this from the sky 
he sent uh, and thank you, dude. He says XRP is a scam. Well, I, I I don't consider it a scam. I just consider it. It's not a cryptocurrency, really, but it's it is what it is. People should know what, what the thing is. No, I think um, it's a scam. I think that the amount of disinformation. <laughs> yeah. I know because it's about it's about being a scam. You know, it's not a clear, clearly defined. But if you present something falsely and lie about the history of it, lie about its functionality, and apparently lie about your partnerships and say, oh, everybody's partnering with us. And then it turns out from secret documents that you are paying them at a, and they were at a loss to partner with you. I, I think that that's actually a scam because it's, it's, uh, it's fraud. I mean, they haven't been charged with fraud, but I consider that to be fraudulent if you're misrepresenting the facts. Ooh, wow. Pound that like button for Bitcoin Rabbi. He makes up, he makes a good case there. He really does. Um, and yeah, it is it's so crazy. You know, the, we've got a coin. It's not related to Ripple. I mean, it was, it's kind of strange that people bought that line. For me, it was just so obvious. So that, that's why, I mean, the, the two are the same thing, the company and, and the coin. Uh, but you, you make a legitimate point there. Very, hey, we got also a comment here. Uh, Bitcoin versus gold is another story of the year, says Steel Horse uh, 2004. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting story, uh, but not that many people care about gold. Gold is old. Bitcoin is bold. Pound that like button. Uh, Brecky, what were, what were your big stories of the year? Uh, big stories, big stories. Well, first, I wanted to bring something to touch on something I think Gigi said about uh, putting your money, your stimulus check into, into Bitcoin. Um, and I do want to say that, you know, obviously, if you know, if you need that money to pay bills and, and things in the meantime, yeah, don't don't put put it into Bitcoin. But if it's extra money, it's helicopter money. You don't need it for anything in particular. Well, there's an amazing uh, Twitter account called it's at Bitcoin Stimulus, and uh, the latest from them says that if you were to have put your twelve hundred dollars stimulus check in right when you got it, it would now be worth forty four hundred dollars, up two hundred and sixty seven percent. Which uh, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. So. Um, Oh, I think you're muted. You're muted. Your story of the year. Story of the year. I mean, it's hard. It's kind of a combination of stories. You know, I think the Giga Chad Michael Saylor kicked things off in a big way. Corona obviously kicked everything off. Um, but to me, the biggest things are, is is the ongoing flippening of hearts and minds. You know, you're seeing guys like Scott Minard from Guggenheim, who like never in a million years would I think that he would be. You know, the guy to say, oh yeah, we, you know, we have a $400,000 Bitcoin target. Um, you know, to me that that's, that's absolutely wild. And the, and the, the fact that it's so much easier to pitch Bitcoin to people, um, it's just, this, it's this, unfortunately for, you know, the, the short-term world given, you know, what's caused all this, but great long-term for Bitcoin, you know, it's this perfect storm. Um, so I'm just really excited to see what happens next year. And I, I expect more, more, more of the same. I mean, I think we're not up to predictions yet. We're gonna, we're gonna hold off on those. Well, yeah. No, this is a predict. I mean, pr pr predict. Oh, yeah, yeah, not yet, yeah, not yet, yeah. We're gonna, that's gonna be the end. You're right. Sorry, got, got 2020 and 2021 confused. I'm so enthused. We're in the freaking golden age, baby. I'm looking forward to 2021, baby. <laughs> I, uh, just a point. Didn't nobody mention the having? The having <laughs> happened this year. Everyone remember the having? Oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it was priced in, so it doesn't yeah. matter. So. No, I, I have to, I have to threat to prove it. Like I was partying for two days straight, and I was posting memes twenty four seven on Twitter. And I, <laughs> great time. You great time. different now than then. You do that all the time anyway. Oh, by yeah. the way, by the way, that's that's also one of my highlights. In in this halving thread, uh, I posted the the meme of, that Elon now posted a couple of days ago. With you, you're trying to concentrate on something else, and <laughs> Bitcoin is um, just you, you can't help but look at Bitcoin. But <laughs> I won't describe it any further because we want yeah. to keep it family safe here, right? <laughs> indeed, indeed. You know that that's a great point. Bringing up the having and how it, it was, I was very excited about it beforehand, enduring. And it was it, it was right near the time that the virus came out. So the vi the virus dampened it in some way. It, it might have the price might have been higher if the virus hadn't happened. But over the long run, it, it did what it was supposed to do. Okay, we're we're, see we're living through the post having. I mean, that's the biggest part of the having. The, the the most fun part of the having is the post having, and that's what we're in right now, baby. So it is funny that I kind of 
no one's saying that you know the having was the biggest thing of the year, but uh, because it's been overshadowed by all these things. So it's just shows how exciting the, the space was this year and, and very unpredictable. Uh, so I want to thank GK. He sent four ninety nine in the super chat, and he said Shabbat Shalom, and we're gonna we're gonna have a good Shabbat. Don't worry. There's there's a few of us here on the on the on the chat on the show today that celebrate it, no doubt. Uh, all right, so let's let's get back into current news real quick. This is uh, from the you know be careful. Uh, and privacy department, the, the ledger, uh, ledger lost people's personal information. And, uh, the story just, it just won't go away, uh, because some, uh, I, I think the, the information is now on the, uh, the dark market or something like that. And it's, I mean, it's a good end of the year lesson, uh, that, you know, don't click on any, uh, emails that you get, uh, from, someone that you think might be from ledger and don't just never enter your uh, recovery seed into a computer uh, i i i'll start with uh, brecky on this one though uh, what any any uh take on on the ledger situation i mean it's just sad and it kind of highlights the you know the ongoing problem with uh you know companies being required to take information or companies taking information and not you know uh, getting rid of it or not being as responsible as they should be. Um, it's, it's, it, it I don't, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. You know, you're seeing some of these threatening, these threatening emails and letters going to people. And I like to hope that, you know, no one will actually get physically hurt. It's more just intimidation tactics. Um, but you know, we'll see. And I, and hopefully, hopefully it's, it's a lesson to anyone who's new to the space because, you know, like when I first got into the space, I privacy, I didn't even think about privacy. You know, I, I was like Ian Bellina. I kept all my passwords in, in a, like an Evernote type thing, you know, like, you know, Bitcoin changes you and makes you a better person. And you learn about OPSEC, operational security. And, and you know, I, thankfully, like my my I'm much more comfortable with my with my setup now. But, you know, G, Gigi was kind enough to, to look up and see if I was on the ledger list. And my email was. Um, I, my address wasn't. And I guess I, I had uh, moved since anyway. So it's not it's a non-issue for me. But, you know, if you're new to the space, you know, don't give out your information willy nilly, you know, don't sign up for a hundred exchanges. Don't do all these things that think about every move you make, you know, it's an opportunity to learn from this. So, yeah. And there's plenty of people in Bitcoin who'll give you advice if, if you need it. All right. G Gigi, you've seen the list. Please elaborate. Yeah, it's scary. Like it's all kinds of messed up. It's it's messed up how Ledger reacted. I think um, like they they reacted really badly. Um, kind of lying about how big the leak was and what was on there and so on and so forth. And um, they still didn't really um, handle it properly. I would say. Um, but yeah, things like that happen. So everyone should take some personal responsibility and uh, as Bracky said, use it as an opportunity to learn about OPSEC and other things. Just, you know, like if you're, if you're ordering stuff that has to do with Bitcoin, it, it's really worth to not send it to your home address, maybe send it to your office or set up like a package forwarding so service or set up like a um, drop off box or something like that. And also be, be, be just, just be careful around your, your emails and your phone numbers because all this information can always be linked. So don't use the same email address for everything. Just set up separate email addresses. There are also uh, online services where you can set up temporary email addresses, stuff like that. Um, sometimes it even makes sense to get a burner phone for for certain things, or at least a second SIM card. Because the thing is, like as Bracky said, he is on only the email list, so it, it feels kind of safe. But you know, if he uses the same email for at another service and there is a data leak again and th that contains the address, then it's the same thing. You know, you can always cross -ref reference that information. So it's you kind of have to be careful. And I really like the I really like the example that NVK gave, like how big of a deal this ledger leak actually is, because you're not just buying a hardware wallet because you bought like 10 bucks worth of Bitcoin. It's like having a list of of high profile people that are really interested in like high quality, high security safes. And the whole list got leaked, first name, last name, address, also the floor and the number on your door and uh, your phone number, your email address, everything. And you know, every one of those people has like a high security safe. And if you're motivated and maybe if you're a little bit drunk and you, if you have a little bit of, of 
uh, leftover energy and you know like you need money it might make sense to go there and knock on some doors you know like it's 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 wild it's really really wild like i i looked at um some area codes uh, where i grew up and where i'm currently living and there's like hundreds and hundreds of people there i know for a fact now they have cryptocurrency you know like you, you can't know if they're bitcoin or not because it's ledger but still it's it's really messed up and just the fact that it got handled so poorly um we still have a long way to go in the space that companies handle it better and also i think we have a long way to go that people really take their privacy more seriously because in the end privacy and security are kind of the same thing especially in the real world you know like privacy and security are two sides of the same coin Wait, i, I want to see were there any other interesting things on the list and where did you see the list um well the list is around so if you if you look around um it's it was posted to pastebin and there were download links in the original forum and uh, it, it circulates so it's very easy to get it's just like text files and you can search it also very easily and um yeah there were some interesting people on it like uh, you can easily cross-reference uh, it with twitter accounts as well because a lot of people use their real names on, on twitter and you know um like raul was on there for example and oh, uh, yeah wow. some, some other people and uh there were some some funny things that uh, i was able to find like uh, some people used really nasty email addresses for example <laughs> and yeah I, I found like i found probably a dozen of my real life friends or so uh, um, so and a lot of people reached out to me as well to check for um, themselves and the friends and family because i i announced publicly that i have the list and um yeah there, there were a lot of people on there a, a lot of known bitcoiners as well and so it, yeah it's messed up so um, <laughs> i was joking you know the good thing is uh, i i now have the phone numbers of a lot of my online friends you know so <laughs> maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's one yeah, silver one, lining one you know? thought that i one thought that i had was i looked up my city and i was like i could make a whole uh like crypto uh meetup group <laughs> you know email everyone be like hi i found your thing on the on yeah. the uh ledger hack there's about 70 of us i didn't know anybody liked uh, bitcoin in my town <laughs> Great way to start a meetup and convert everyone to Bitcoin only. <laughs> yeah, that is that. There's a positive right there. I, I want to say it's always good to have a fake uh, email address to, to, you know, have ones without your name on it. You know, they could be as disgusting as you want to make them, but just don't connect them to your name. Don't don't use them for anything that you're going to connect to your name. But they're it's it's good that for years you know, growing up with email, we we all have fakes. I'm sure we all have some interesting ones that we've used and ditched over the years. They're free. All right, a uh, Bitcoin rabbi. Any, any take on on Ledger? Yeah, I watched the like um, Andreas uh, did like a two hour long live stream um, with uh, Jameson Lop and a couple other people talking about this. And I thought that they made a good point that there's really very little likelihood of physical attack based on this. There's not that most because I mean, especially if you're in the United States where people have security and uh, guns and things like to 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 go into somebody's house who bought a ledger. I mean, you don't first of all, they might have bought XRP and it's going to be worth nothing anyways. So their ledger isn't going to be, you know, uh, securing them that much. Um, another point is if you've got, you know, you might not keep it in your house. You might keep it so to risk going into somebody's house for what they might to try and find a USB stick they might have somewhere. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's as, uh, you know, a realistic um, worry that most people have to deal with, even if their address was on there. Um, but uh, more so is the phishing that, that people need to really understand, understand. Um, you know, I know people that have either they've gotten fished or they've gone, they've, um, plugged into fake websites or something like that. They've typed in their their uh, their 24 word uh, recovery seed. That is the main thing. I mean, I've gotten the text messages. I've gotten the fake emails um, from from Ledger. Uh, so that's the more important thing I think people need to really understand about. Uh, and and I recommend um, uh, everybody switching over to multisig that there needs to be that you don't have a single point of failure for uh, for backing up your Bitcoin um, because it's just so dangerous and so easy to to get either get um, lost or stolen or destroyed or something. So uh, that that kind of is uh, leading towards my predictions of uh, multi-sig 
Uh, I think that it's been a, a kind of a, a sleeper news of the year uh, of the developments in multi-sig wallets. Uh, and I think that's going to be a big, a much bigger and, and maybe even more important than lightning because, you know, frankly, people aren't spending so, you know, everyone's holding Bitcoin, but not that many people are spending it. Uh, so there's a much bigger market of people that want to securely hold their Bitcoin. Uh, and that's what multi-sig does. All right, you're, we're, getting, we're, we're getting close to those 2021 predictions. I want to just read from the comment section, shutting, shutting from the sky. He sent five bucks. He said, sorry to beat a dead cat. Ripple partner MoneyGram now says it never used XRP or Ripple Net. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not shocking. They One of the things Ripple liked doing, I remember, was dropping these big names, saying these banks or MoneyGram, they're using us. And uh, maybe they experimented with them once. And of course, now that things are going bad for Ripple, the people that were sort of associated with them are going to drop them like a rock. So uh, no, no, no shock there, no shock there. But when you when you're a centralized coin with an office, you're going to have a marketing team, and you're going to you're going to hype yourself up and exaggerate things on the way to the top. And on the way to the bottom, people are going to say, no, that, that really wasn't true. They're going to try to get away from you. Surfer Jim, but thank you for the five bucks there and the comment shutting. Uh, Ripple, I mean, people do like to talk about Ripple. I mean, the, the Bitcoiners <laughs> like to talk about it. I think they just they, they want to make it clear the difference. It's just it's so important to, to, to point out the difference. They're not the same. They're so centralized, decentralized. One can be sued. One can't be sued. One has an office. I mean, it's so obvious. but this, the newbies out there, they see it on Coinbase. So it, it looks everything looks the same. Diversify for the sake of diversification. Uh, Surfer Jim says, "Merry Xmas and Happy New Year to all great Bitcoin to all you great Bitcoin plebs. Looking forward to spending next year with you guys. By the way, it never turns color when I type. No, it it, it turned color. It turned colors. Uh, all right, all right. People are joking around in there. So let's. Uh, oh, and I want to say this shirt that I'm wearing." If everyone, it's a new shirt for my buddies at uh, CoinBeast, and I'm I've been doing their TikTok videos. It says, uh, "Be a unique beast, CoinBeast," and you know that I am a unique beast, and I encourage everyone to be a unique beast. So let's go to uh, Brecky uh, with your unique beast. Uh, it was your unique beast out there <laughs> on the West Coast? Um, so, twenty twenty one predictions on your part. Twenty twenty one predictions. On the boring side of things, I think we're going to see many, many more companies adopt corporate Bitcoin standards. I think we're going to see many of our friends and family come around and start stacking if they're not already stacking. But I'm going to come out and make a bold prediction. 2021, we will see a nation state come out and formally announce that they are adding Bitcoin to their reserves. I don't know which one it'll be, but I think it's going to happen. And when that happens, all bets are off. All right. I, 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 one of these years, there's going to be a nation state and you're right. All bets are off once that happens. It's just, we're one day closer to that. Who knows when it will, uh, when it will happen there, but I'm glad you, you put down a prediction, uh, 2021 here, here's a specific question though. Uh, how do you think the wallet regulation will play out in, uh, in 2021 the, with, with the, uh, the U S treasury Mnuchin and all this Mnuchin will be gone, but I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't affect Bitcoin. It does affect how people interact with Bitcoin. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think anything can stop Bitcoin at this point, short of, you know, global nuclear war. So um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, worst, what, what's the worst case? Every time I withdraw, I only withdraw less than $3,000. Like, who cares? Um, I don't know. It's, it's not good. I don't like that this is happening and they're trying to shove it through the last minute. But on the flip side, you know, we have allies now. We have people like Cynthia Lummis and um, the two the two congressmen, I forget their name. You know, Cynthia Lummis is, is one of 100 senators. You know, she's at the very top of, of U.S. politics. And I, I think I'm hoping that she becomes even more influential and a lot of people start listening to her. And, you know, if you saw her on the news pretty recently, you know, somebody was asking her about something else and she added, she just brought up Bitcoin. Like she is a Bitcoiner. She's, she's like us, you know? Um, and if she's anything like us, which means that you walk into a room and within five minutes, you're talking <laughs> about Bitcoin. well, that means that they're going to be talking about Bitcoin on the floor of Congress and of the Senate. And that's pretty amazing. 
Yeah. I, I, I want to say one thing about, I, I did want to just bring it up. FinCEN is now accepting public comments on its proposal to extend AML regulation to non-custodial wallets. And uh, Jake Chervinsky shared that, Reb, uh, Bitcoin Reb, I retweeted that. So I linked to that below. He says, uh, you know, the comments matter. So you can leave comments there if you're a U.S. citizen about what, what you think about this proposed wallet regulation. To me, it's just, it, it inhibits, uh, uh, it inhibits re uh, creativity and, uh, and uh, just uh, new, new, just businesses in the United States. Uh, I can't think of the word that I'm even, uh, my, my brain's going wacky there. Um, innovation, it, it inhibits innovation, but there are ways around it. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's companies like Coinbase and exchanges that really have to worry about it. Individuals, it doesn't really affect that much if you control your own private key. Okay, let, let's get back on track here with Bitcoin. Uh, uh, well, Gigi, your, your, your predictions uh, for 2021. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think there are a lot of things that most Bitcoiners agree that will happen, like the boring stuff that Brecky talked about. I think also Schnorr and Taproot and some other developments uh, will will continue to go live <laughs> like it's a long process but i think we, we will see those kind of things and i think we will see a lot of interesting technical developments there as well um i agree also with what the rabbi said that 2021 might be the year of the multisig because it will be obvious to everyone that it's a very smart idea to have it just distri distributed uh even among jurisdictions maybe and uh, just have it um, not only foolproof in the sense that uh, it's not the end of the world if you lose one of the keys, but also it should be really, really hard to access your main stash. Like if it's if it's your whole wealth that's stored in Bitcoin, it's just a good idea that it takes you a month to get to it. You know, like uh, looping back to the ledger leak. Um, just the phishing mails alone, I think they they always uh, they already got more than 24 Bitcoin or something, one of the groups. So those phishing <laughs> mails really work. And I think it will just escalate from there, you know, like it starts with simple email and SMS phishing, and then you'll start to get official letters in the mail that look like they are from the IRS or something. And I also want to point out, like, I agree that it's um I, I hope you don't mind that i go <laughs> to, to a darker corner for a little bit because i agree like in the us and in, in most parts of europe it's not a big deal that your physical address is known and that you're a known bitcoiner like it really isn't but in other places of the world it really is and um so in terms of the ledger leak um not being as dangerous as people make it out to be i agree in general but it really depends like if 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 you're from a place where the, where everyone is poor and crime is high and the currency is going to yeah going down the drain and you're a known bitcoiner and people have your address now then that's really a problem and so i i to tag on to that uh, my prediction for 2021 might be that peacetime might be over. I think that Bitcoin will go, <laughs> like it, it will melt faces so extremely hard. I'm not sure if um, it, like it might be the start of the not so peaceful transition. We'll see. Like, I, I think I think we were living in peacetime the last, you know, 11, 12 years. I mean, you, I don't really count the first couple of years because it was so obscure. But I think now big players start to take notice the private sector wants to capitalize and the public se sector, I think, wants to step in. And once the public sector wants to step in, I think, um, yeah, peacetime might be over. So uh, I think, on to end on a positive note, I think 2021, the late part of 2021, we will truly see the first citadels in meat space forming. I think <laughs> Bitcoiners, Bitcoiners will um, just both with their feet and they will start to do jurisdictional arbitrage and you know we see already bitcoiners getting like two three four five passports and <laughs> moving to portugal and whatnot in the us everyone's going to texas so i think we will see the first um quasi citadels forming in meat space that's my prediction in 2021. all right and bitcoin rabbi your predictions um so just in response to uh, Gigi about um you know public sector intervention like and with those wallets i think that we're at this point now where enough important powerful people um 
are Bitcoin holders and are positive on Bitcoin and there's enough of an industry around it. And with the whole, you know, altcoin crypto space, the businesses and the investments there that get also give a protection that I don't think that we're, I, I, it's an optimistic view, but I don't think that we're headed at least in, in the U S in, in, you know, free, you know, relatively freer country. Um, really hard crackdowns. And I think that this uh, wallet regulation was a little bit toothless. I mean, I was actually, you know, concerned that it might have been worse and, and it might even get more. I think if anything, it, it, it'll get more watered down. Um, but honestly, I was really surprised that it was that exchanges need to report uh, Bitcoin transactions and uh, withdrawals. I kind of figured that that was happening anyways. I mean, it seemed like, was it uh, before it was $10,000 and now it's changed to 3000. I don't know if it, if, if the fact the, that it, sorry to interrupt. It's the, uh, they would have to verify that you're sending it to an address that you control. So like Coinbase, if you were doing anything above 10,000, they were already reporting you. Um, right. But I'm just saying that it, the fact that it doesn't see, it's not really about uh, self custody and about uh, transfers between individuals. It's just a, another added like data point from the exchanges that already are doing KYC and already reporting things. It doesn't seem like it's that major of a, uh, of effect. So I'm, I'm, I wasn't so upset. I want, am planning on, uh, if I find the time to uh, do one of those, um, reports and comments. Um, that's why I retweeted that. I think it's a good idea for a lot of different people to, you know, from different perspectives to, to share their voice. Um, and, uh, my prediction, I think we're going to see, uh, first $10,000 candle. We're going to see a $10,000 daily candle. Uh, I don't know if it'll be up or down, but I some some face melting. Last year, Adam, last year we we uh, met on Hanukkah and we had a uh, special Hanukkah show. It was, you know, end of December and you asked me about my prediction. And last year, the only prediction that I had was that we would hit all-time highs uh, within the year. So that worked out pretty well. Like, you know, nice. Uh, I didn't expect it to happen the way that it did, or, you know, the, uh, the crash in, in March, I had, I went and looked back at what I wrote then, like where I, it was such a blurry time. I was like trying to figure out what my headspace was. I know that I didn't sell any Bitcoin, but I was like, what was I saying? So I look back and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm at peace. I'm serene. You know, uh, I, I'm uh, like, I, I'm in this. So that was my, my view then. Um, yeah, I was dealing with all different kinds of stuff with not besides for Bitcoin, like with school and, and the synagogue closing and all kinds of uh, craziness. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to getting back to, uh, to, to normal in this coming year. Uh, just like, really it's it, all of this COVID stuff has had a huge effect on, on my life and school. And I mean, I'm just busy with it. So I, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, somewhat at least personally a return to normal. And I, I think it's going to be a booming, really booming year, 2021. Uh, you know, the, we had another all time high a few hours ago and 2017 was like the year of the all time high every, every month, every week, every day, there'd be a new other. It was great. Do you think uh, 2021 will be uh, like that? Like 2017 is 2021. The next 2017 Bitcoin rabbi. Yeah, I think so. I think it is. I think, Bic I think this is going to be a, uh, like I said, I mean, you got the, the only way you get to, you know, Bitcoin at $400,000 or something at some point, you're going to need these $10,000 moves you know, per day. So I don't know if it's going to be one at some point when it's like maybe when we break 30,000 or 40,000 or 50,000, it's just, it's going to start really ripping. I mean, it's the same way. I wasn't here. I did not see Bitcoin under a thousand dollars. The first time I ever looked at Bitcoin was in the middle of, of 2017 and it was already over $3,000 at that point. So I never saw, I, 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 I'm trying to remember if I saw the first thousand dollar day move or or not if it was around that time. It's but it, it was December when it started that happen when it moved. That's when it was like two thousand five thousand. Yeah. That was when it went from like twelve to seventeen back to ten. You know that kind of stuff. So at some point we're going to have to get used to the idea that Bitcoin can move ten thousand dollars in one day because that in, in both both ways people yeah, have to in get both ready directions. For it to have huge drops too. You're gonna have to yeah. have a 
just be ready. Don't panic. If you didn't panic in March, you, well, you probably won't panic when it drops uh, 10,000 in the future. I, I agree. I, I, I don't know if it's I think, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting prediction. $10,000 candle in 2021. That's a, that's, that's reasonable. It's reasonable. Uh, all right. So we, we've gotten to the end of the show here. Um, I think we've talked about all, all the topics, all time high and all that. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll go around it for conclusionary remarks uh, from everyone. Uh, Gigi, maybe you have something to say about the all-time high or anything, uh, but anything you want to add, anything that was left off, what you're doing, your book, anything. Yeah, no, I just want to say we're going to see the 10K candles. We're going to see all kinds of candles, and they're all going to be green. I don't believe in red <laughs> candles anymore. Like the people that are now moving in, they're, they're making sure that there are no red candles. So if there is no catastrophic failure, all, all the surprises will be on the upside. And just the, the large candles that the rabbi is talking about, they, they're all going to be green. I'm sure of it. Well, Gigi, Gigi, I'm, I'm a believer in the whole 210,000 block cycle. I, I, I love fun times like anybody loves fun times. I, and I like that all these big names are coming in. I still think 2022... It, it, it will the price will drop from 20 just like it dropped in 2018 i think 2022 it, it will drop from the madness of 2021 so i don't i don't know if you agree with that do you think we, do you think we can still have down years because there, there are really yeah. are more in, in, in bitcoin there's more downtime than uptown time really um, yeah 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 no i i totally agree like um i i think i think it will be very similar um I think it is kind of different than 2017 because just the crowd is different, but still, you know, we will have institutional level FOMO and we will have a short squeeze and then it will get very stupid and there won't be many Michael sailors that are so convinced that they're saying, you know, like I'm going to hold that for a hundred years. And I truly believe that when he says it, because he held through his stock when it was worth practically zero as well. So um, there, there won't be too many people so that it, it will be oversaturated again and people will just, uh, yeah, drop Bitcoin again. But for the, the whatever one, big difference, reason, one big difference, there was no real DCA in, in 2017. That's people were not, there was no, there was no stacking sats. People would buy a chunk of Bitcoin and then sell it when it up, went up 20% or sell it when it went down 20%. And so that's why things were really right now, it people are accumulating. I mean, there there is a huge amount of accumulation as opposed to 2017 was really speculation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I'm glad I was accumulating, baby, back then. You see, people were the few, there the were, proud. There were some straw hands out there that had never sold a Bitcoin for fiat. Pound that like button. All these guys are linked to below, by the way. If you want, their feeds are their feeds are all awesome. Okay. Uh, well, since Bitcoin Rabbi, uh, your your uh, your book. Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, I I like I said, I'm busy. I've been bu so busy this year with non-Bitcoin things, but I love to be able to you know st still be part of the conversation. Uh, book has been great. We're in about twelve different languages. Uh, still hoping to get a few more out, but uh, it's that's just been been going on and doing its own thing. I have mostly been uh, helping people like behind the scenes, uh, like. People come in and in the DMs, like I, I'm, I've joined the ranks of the helping newbies, like who have questions with their hardware wallets and stuff. So that's where I'm, I'm putting a lot of my time, uh, you know, trying to help people lead them in the right direction. All right, uh, Brecky, we'll uh, leave you with the, the final thoughts here. What you're doing over there at Swan? Anything? Uh, any stories you want to talk about? Anything you want to add? The floor is yours. Sure, I want to add something quick to what Gigi was saying. I'm, I'm kind of on Gigi's side. I, I think we're that most of what we're going to see is going to be upside. Um, I, you know, there will be cycles and intracycles cycles and all that stuff. But you know, we've got the constant buy pressure from stackers and you know people using things like Swan Bitcoin, Swan Bitcoin, um, and then we've got the FOMO inbound from all these different companies and nation states, God willing, and uh, you know. The other thing about Bitcoin is that it's the whole, not the whole point, but like, what do the Aust the Austrian economists say, right? Like, we're trying to get out of these these fiat-driven uh, Boston boom cycles. So maybe this is when Bitcoin starts to actually, you know, act the way we think it will. Um, but final words: you can find me on Twitter. Sign up for Swan Bitcoin. It's awesome. I stack literally every single day. I'm stacking right now. You can smash by. 
Gigi and I work there. The rabbi is a uh, advisor and huge fan and supporter. And uh, it's just, we like to have a lot of fun. So check out our shows, check out- There's nothing more important you can do for Bitcoin than just stack Bitcoin. I mean, that's the- that's 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 what uh, everybody can do to help bitcoin that's, yeah absolutely uh, so i i would also say you know like the the winning strategy is just auto dca if you still have fiat just stack as much as you can until hyper bitcoinization is complete and when hyper bitcoinization is complete that's the time to spend it like normal people you know <laughs> like <laughs> let everything continue but uh, until that happened you you know just sign up to an auto dca service if you're from from the us swan bitcoin is the go-to i would say and just you know stack as much as you can stack as hard as you can and listen to the meister he, he has been telling you for years all right, dudes, we got 20 seconds left, so I'll conclude it. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. It's been an awesome show. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. We do this This Week in Bitcoin show every freaking Friday, even on the 25th of December when it, some people are doing some things. Uh, check out every day, new show, DisruptMeister.com. Shabbat Shalom. See you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I, I didn't end for us. Uh,